We're just getting spoiled right now, fantasy fucking fans. The Witcher's been out for two years. It was announced that it's coming out, or the next season's coming out this upcoming year. They finished filming it for sure. Wheel of Time came out, and now fucking Game of uh, uh, Song of Ice and Fire and Rings of Power Tolkien are going up against each other. Like, I did see a meme where it was like uh, the Rings of Power and. Uh, House of the Dragon, and then it's like meme with like the kids in the swimming pool, and then it cuts to down beneath, and it's the skeleton sitting in the chair, and every, it's Wheel of Time. Like everyone forgot about it, <laughs> dude. It's so like, and we were just saying about the his the, like the his dark materials is like coming out is out as a series too, and it's like we're just getting so spoiled, and it's so funny because there a lot of talk online is that Rings of Power is getting a lot of shit talked on it, and that fans aren't liking it. But they have, like, double the viewers that fucking House of the Dragon has. Like, the first the first viewers of House of the Dragon I saw was, like, 10 million. And fucking Rings of Power had, like, 25 million. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, it does make sense. A lot more people are, pro- like, those, bu- like, I mean, what? R. R. Martin wrote them in the 90s? Wait, which one? The Game of Thrones books. Oh, oh, oh. I, I have no idea when he started writing them. I think he, I think the majority of them were written and like he started the series and wrote them and was publishing the books in the 90s, which means he's like 70 years ahead of fucking, or Tolkien has 70 years on him for people, yeah. more people of more generations to look at that, so. And I mean, like, you gotta think, like, Lord of the Rings, they had The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, like, three of, like, some of the biggest movies around. Yeah. I mean, well, six of some of the biggest movies around. Mm-hmm. So, like... Sure, they have like the Game of Thrones like show, and like a lot of people watch it, but it's still only just a show. Like, yeah. I mean, the fucking the Jackson Lord of the Rings uh, movies are still like considered some of the best of all time. Oh. They won like some of the most awards for movies. Yeah. I haven't wanted to go back and rewatch The Hobbit. It's been a while since I've seen them. I like. I don't know why people don't like them. They're so fun. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't get when people are like, yo, that was terrible. I was like, first off, how can you say that it's terrible? Like, the whole thing is, there's a dragon, like a very believable fucking, like, looking dragon. It's fucking sweet. Like, you can say it's not the best cinema ever. I get that. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's not the best acting and stuff like that. But you can't say that it's horrible. Like, they completely immersed everything. Like, it's just, like, it's sweet. It make, like, a whole world. Like, you wouldn't... Like, when you watch those movies, like, you think they just went somewhere and, like, just filmed these people just living their lives. Yeah. They had to, like, fake everything in it. I always think that's kind of the fun part, too, is when you look at the behind-the-scenes stuff and you're just like, oh, yeah, so we were over in New Zealand and you're just like that. You're just like, oh, yeah, they're not actually in Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they went somewhere here to fucking film it. It's, yeah, I don't... It's fucking sweet. I'm so excited. I'm so... With, Listen, we're just gonna start the intro. It's a good, it's a good fucking day on Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker, Mike McCloskey, and we are fucking talking about Rings of Power versus House of the Dragon on this fucking episode, and that's fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Mike haven't got to talk about it at fucking all, and we're about to unload. So, what do you think about Ador? 
Adar. Yeah. I yeah. I think that's like so. There's a couple of different characters I had in the uh, the talking points that I wanted to talk about, and boom, you already hit one of them. Perfect. He he's made up for the show, just for for listeners and stuff like that. If anybody cares or stuff like that, when it comes to actual like Tolkien lore, Adar is not in Tolkien lore, so he's made up. That was a big thing, like when before you saw his face, that people were thinking if he was Sauron or not. And like even now, some people still think that he's Sauron. That's what I was gonna say because they all call him father, mm-hmm. and then, like that's the only reason that makes me think that yeah. they want to like push him as. And he is a fallen elf. Yeah. Okay, he's not okay. I won't say he's a fallen elf, but he's but a he's corrupted. Like, yeah. He's a corrupted elf for sure. Um. Uh, he didn't have much of the scene. You know what I mean? It was cool that he like kind of like looked at a and was, and gave him like the. That whole con- bit, yeah. Like, where he spared, like he like. Yeah. Could kill that one uh, orc like mercy kill it basically. Yeah, and, and I he, like how they all like took pieces of armor off of him. Yeah, and they were saying stuff. They were like saying some. It's, I don't think there's okay. So when reviewers do stuff for Tolkien stuff, the elven language when you see like in Quenya or in other stuff, like his languages are real. You can read, write, type. If you learn them, like you can speak them. If you if you fucking do, there's fucking real nerds out there that yeah. speak this shit. So they translate everything that the elves are saying. These reviewers on online stuff, but the black speech of the orcs in Mordor, I don't think they translate unless it's like something very specific that Sauron says. If it's just the orcs, they're like, I see in the subtitles they like spell it out yeah. but they never translate what they're doing but it seems like some sort of like tribute to them which is kind of sweet for th- yeah which is weird for the orcs because like we talked about like the non-canon game of like Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War where you know the orcs they have that system of like where they just kill each other all the time well this show like this actually shows them where they like these these orcs have like kind of like a fucking honor system or something like that where they actually bury and do that stuff like yeah like th- they take the possessions of of the dead orc and when like these orcs are way before any of the like any other orcs we've seen before yeah like, yeah these are the old orcs which is another good thing uh to talk about is how the sunlight affects them yeah like these ones actually like, I like that they were all wearing, like, skin, like reptile skins and stuff. Yeah, like when they kill stuff, they gotta fucking hold it and they fucking hold it above <laughs> their head. It's such a weird, such a... I don't know, and, like, when they captured the elves at the beginning, and then, like, when they all got there eventually, and they were all just like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck? How did this happen? And it's like, then you saw, like, the whole big scheme of what was going on. You're just like, holy crap, like, oh, this they're is... making Middle-earth. I mean, they're making uh, Mordor. Yep, yep, the Southlands. Oh, the my fucking God. warg. Oh it, yeah! It looked like it had like a deformed pugs. Yeah, it was yeah, <laughs> it was a pug warg. <laughs> yeah, it looked it looked a bit crazy. <laughs> That's the when they're trying to escape, and like all the elves keep making it up to the top one after one, and they just keep getting mowed down. Man, so much to talk about. How to hone it in. Where to start from from that? Adar, I'm excited to see where he's gonna go. But he didn't really have much. He only yeah, said a few things and stuff, and they didn't get I into f- him. I do feel like they might try to push him as Sauron. There's how much do you know about the Silmarillion? I don't know a lot, really. Okay, so yeah, that's 
I get I get what you're saying, but there's also some things about the Silmarillion that are like that lead to other people mm-hmm. looking to be Sauron versus him. Like Sauron was at Numenor at its fall. That was the whole thing about Sauron never being able to like that's why Sauron in the Lord of the Rings in the Third Age is like the big giant, you know, black metal being that you see him as because he couldn't go back to his elf, his fairer form, his elf form because yeah. of the fall of Numenor and the giant cataclysm that happened and he was caught up in. So it's like I, I, I wanted to think that too at first, but I was like, okay, like, are they going to push him to like maybe go to Numenor? Because that's what Sauron in, in the Silmarillion, Sauron goes there as a prisoner. And then soon he becomes, like, friends with, like, the lead. Somehow he, like, becomes, like, right-hand man to, like, the leader of fucking Numenor. And he's, like, whispering shit in their ear against well, the elves. I mean, he could, like, because they, at the end of the last episode, they, like, rounded up all the men of Numenor to go to the Southlands. And mm-hmm. that's where Adar is at. Mm-hmm. Could be. It definitely could be. At first, I thought the stranger was going to be Sauron. But now I'm leaning toward being Gandalf. Or at least, See, I always thought well, it was Gandalf. At least a wizard. Mm-hmm. And he's not... That's another thing, too, is that Gandalf's not supposed to be. He's not supposed to be, but a lot of things... Okay, like... The timeline's condensed. Yeah. A lot. Like, they, they have, like, the second age in which all this takes place, which is before <clears throat> Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff in the third age, all these ages take thousands of years. So now they've, like, kind of condensed things down to probably, like, hundreds of years. Or they take, like, hundreds of years away at certain points. I think they're just Not like, in the history. I think they're just, like, plucking events out. That yeah. They because yeah. they don't have full... They don't have... They don't have uh, control of everything. They don't have all the rights to all Tolkien shit. They only have partial to things. Yeah. And even at that, there's still stipulations on what they can do with certain things. So it's like... And I just... Man, like... The worlds, the fucking scenery, dude, cause of doom. How about when they're about to go into like the about like into the elf fabled land? Like literally they're just in the ocean and then just a golden curtain opens up. Yeah, bro, <laughs> like to go to the to go to Valinor with the gods basically of this land, the Ainur and Eru. Eru's like Iluvatar, the fucking the big old the people of Middle Earth I I believe call him Eru, but his real name is Iluvatar, and he's the god god who fucking created everyone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was fucking... She's just like, nope, off the boat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then she fucking dives off. She grabs her fucking thing and dives off, and it's like, just like... Like, they're all undressing them out of their armor, and they, they go take away her knife, and she's like, mm, nah, I'm good. I'm keep this. Dude. I guess that serpent thing that's in the water is oh, just, yeah. like, another thing from... It might be in, like, Unfinished Tales or something. Mm-hmm. It was, like, something that he mentioned, but never, like, got into, like, what it was or how. It was just, like, there was some giant serpent in the water. Yeah, that's why I always thought there was just, like, big monsters of the ocean. Like, that's why people didn't sail across the ocean. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Which is wild, like... I don't... Just the world is so, like, it's so in-depth. It's so, like, it again, nice like, Casa like- Doom, Linden, like, fucking all these... I love how, like, they, uh, like, when they do, like, a switch, they'll do it on the map, too, to, like, show people. Yeah. Because, like, 
they did that a little bit in Lord of the Rings too. Like you would see like parts of the map and you would see like the town names and stuff like that, which is kind of cool because like this is the same place, but they're called different things. They're different town names and stuff like. I believe Linden is Rivendell. Hmm. I think Lin- I think I'm gonna look it up real quick. I do like how like we're not just stuck in Middle Earth either. Like yes. We went out to Numenor. Um, well, even and even like they went to like the northern wastes in like the fir- in, like the first episode. Yeah, so, like, that was cool. Numenor. You see to see like the Elbland a little bit. Like especially like when Gladwell's uh, like younger, we get to see them in the like the Elflands. Um. What was that fucking mole thing though? Mole? Yeah. That wasn't an orc. Wait, what thing? Sorry. Uh, so the kid who has Sauron's sword. Oh. And, like, the mom. Like, when they were digging all those tunnels, like, that did not look like an orc. It did not look like the rest of the orcs have looked like. It looked like a fucking, like, mole man. <laughs> <laughs> it had, like, these long, like, droopy claws. It had, like, the big, kind of, like, buck teeth almost, like... Okay, I might have been wrong. I don't think I don't think Linden is Rivendell. Linden was one of the last Elven havens as the elves of Rivendell and Lothlorien gradually left Middle Earth. Okay, so sorry. I that's Linden's actually the place I believe where they set off from. It's the port mm. at the end of the movie. I believe that's the port of Linden, which sells to Valinor, which makes more sense because that's where the King Galad, King Gil Galad. I always want to call him Gil Galad. <laughs> Or like Gilgamesh or some shit like that, but it's Gilgalad. <clears throat> he was a sketchy little character. I didn't like him. Hmm. I didn't like him just trying to hush her up. Like yeah. she kn- she knows something. You should probably listen to her. Your your dick. I also just like how powerful like she's like acting too. Like she's not fucking around. She's like, yo, like I'm some ancient blood. You should fucking listen to me, bitch. But, I mean, we've seen her do crazy shit in like the later ones. So mm-hmm. like- I was waiting for mm-hmm. her to do some magic or something. And that's when she's, like, old as fuck. Yeah, And, like, exactly. dwindling. Like, this is when she was like, this makes sense. Like, yeah. this, she'd be a warrior, yo. Like, I forget which movie it is, but there's that one where she, like, fights, like, all those... Like, she sends, like, that giant burst of light and, like, fights off all those spirits or whatever. The fucking, um... The Nazgul, like, come when... Yeah. And the, the White Council, Elrond, fucking... Sauron and her like come and like yeah she like banishes Sauron that's when she basically like sends him off like I think to like Mordor basically where he can only like chill there for a while until he amasses more strength weird magic rules mm. I, but yeah man just like Numenor I love the dwarves I love the cause of doom I thing do I was mad that dwarven ladies didn't have beards yo Something else I have to show you. Uh, also, when they're mining for Mytho, it's like, we call it Mithril. <laughs> Newest episode, right? Mm-hmm. Watch this shit. I gotta find it. Remember the cave-in? Yeah.
What's that little song the kids sing to? I don't remember, but it's like the fucking... It's like the the code, the password to get into where he's going to. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, decent. his wife's sitting right there, like, while they're singing it. It's like, shut the fuck up, kids. Like, <laughs> You're giving away the secret. Yeah. I never remember his name. Did you hear that? Doesn't that sound like a roar? Oh, wait, go back. Like it's like it's the cave in. Remember they have like the the dwarves yeah. are there and it has yeah. the cave in. But listen closely and doesn't it also sound like there's like a roar going on? <laughs> Yo, I really think But he becomes king like way before Smog comes in there. No 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 that's not Smog. That's the Balrog. Oh This is this is Moria. These oh. are the mines of Moria. This is Casa Doom. So this is what I was talking about. They call it the Mines of Moria in the Third Age and stuff like that. But this is Casa Doom, and this is where they they were mining too greedily and too deep, where they, they found, found the, the Mithril, Balrog, and they yeah. found yeah. I think that's what they did in there. They put that as like the Balrogs waking up. These mm. the dwarves are woken. Dude, that's another thing too. If we see this thing come to life and fucking destroy the fucking elves, that's gonna be wild too. That's gonna be on some King Landing shit. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I also cool. Okay, now that we're here with the dwarves too, about like Durin and Durin, like the Durins are like reincarnations of the first Durin, and they're supposed to be like so many until the last one, and then he's like the supposed to be like bringing like the golden age of the dwarves, I think, or something hmm. like that. Yeah, but they're all like it's not. It's weird because here it's like they do kind of seem like it's a father son thing, but they're also like in the book it's not. It's their reincarnations. Well, he he kind of says that. It's like when you get crowned, all the voices of the previous kings come to you. Yeah, all of like, the Dur. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah of all the Durins in your head. So that's like that's kind of the cool like part. I also love how they're playing on like the friendship between elf and fucking dwarves because like in the third age they hate each other. Mm -hmm. They fucking hate each other, and Elrond and him are just like, no, we're fucking buddies, man. <laughs> Why are you so mad, guy? Maybe just a blink to an elf, but it's a long time for a dwarf. I got married and had kids. <laughs> it's like, I lived a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't come to my wedding? <laughs> that whole fucking scene where they're just breaking rocks is pretty good, too. <laughs> His hammer breaks and he just gives him another one. <laughs> yep. Walks right up. So funny. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, 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 to be honest, I think, I think the stranger's Gandalf. The only reason I think it's Gandalf is because of the Harfoots, mm -hmm. and, and Gandalf loves the Hobbits. Mm -hmm. Like, and this is but, where he gets his love for the Hobbits. But I see Hollywood being shifty too, and knowing that people will do that. I can also see it being Sauron. Just to, just to throw a fucking... Well, see, that's what I thought at first, because, like, there's all the fire and everything, and then, like, with the fireflies, after he, like, uses them for his spell, they all die. Mm -hmm. like, that's what I mean. It's like, there's little subtle things where it's like, it could be Sauron as the fallen... 
like him falling from grace and like you know what I mean him trying to like get mm-hmm. the bearings back on himself after he lost some power um oh and where do the stars keep like she stole that paper yeah I haven't figured out what the stars mean either and I haven't looked up anything online for anyone who might have deciphered what it means <coughs> I did see people like the symbol there was people in there I watched reviews of the first episode and I saw a guy he's like I think this is a map He's like, I don't think this is a symbol at all, like Sauron symbol. He's like, I think it's a map to the Southlands. Like, boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it right there in the one episode. And then I watched his review again of that episode. He's like, and I was right. He's like, that's the map. He had to be watching it. And like, as soon as I fucking over, he's like, I knew it. Yeah, I fucking called it. I knew it was a map. Yeah, it was a fucking map. And, man, I just, I just can't get over the immersion. Like, I loved it from the beginning. Like, it kind of like I'm gonna go off what you were saying about like the golden curtain. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning, when it's like her and Valinor and her fucking, we didn't have a sun. The trees lit everything. That's it's just like <laughs> it's like a Tolkien fan boner, bro. Like the fucking trees, and then it fucking sh- and then she fucking explained it, and the trees fucking like deluminated. You know what I mean? Like went yeah. out and shit like that. I was like. Oh my fucking god, dude. I would have been fucking sweet. It, if they would have showed Ungoliant actually doing it. Because that's what actually happened. Like, Morgoth finds Ungoliant, which is Shelob the spider's mom. And she's an even bigger fucking spider. Crazier <laughs> of bitch. <course>. Yeah. <laughs> Her and Morgoth fucking go to the tree, which holds all, like, the light and I'm pretty sure, like, knowledge and shit like that of. Valinor and stuff and she fucking like she like sinks her fucking fangs into it and drinks it whole so she gets powerful enough to fuck up Morgoth by herself mm-hmm. by her fucking self it's the craziest shit ever dude she fucking she they go off like they do that they fucking she sucks the power from the tree like all the light goes out cause, cause just like Galadriel said she's like I've seen the light before there is ever a sunset so yeah. like legit, like the tree literally lit all of Valinor, and there is no <laughs> sun. Before there was the sun. Yeah, there's no fucking sun in this fucking place at all. So at at that time too, there's probably no Middle Earth. Like yeah. when you're talking about, I mean, it might like the 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 land might have been there, and there might have been, been like, like people. Primordial. Yeah, Earth. exactly. But then, yeah, um, yeah, they suck the they suck the power from the tree, um, and I think they also get the Silmarils. Mm. Which are like the big powerful thing of the time. Too much to get into. Anyway, fucking Ungoliant the fucking spider decides that she doesn't want to fucking follow Morgoth's little plan and be his little fucking pet thing anymore. So she just starts fucking him up. But he screams so loud. Like she almost kills him. And he screams so loud that he wakes up the Balrogs that were like lying in wait for Mm. him. And they just fucking rise from the ground and fight off Ungoliant to save him. Damn. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm kind of excited. Like, if this fucking goes well and stuff like that, if we start getting first age stuff, because the first age has fucking sweet ones too. Yeah, the first age would be nuts. I think I talked about one of them. There's one. There's this one story about the first age where basically like Morgoth and his castle. And for everyone, I keep saying Morgoth. There's Morgoth and Melkor. They're the same person. Like Melkor was his name when he was made as one of the Ainur, but he was like the bad one who went against Iluvatar and like his will and stuff. Like he wanted to create worlds and and just be a create you know he just wanted to be like the a god the the god um but then later on he did so much evil shit that they named him that they renamed him Morgoth which means something else completely 
Um, so those are interchangeable, but yeah, he's like the big bad. And there's this one like sweet fucking story where like just like a basic elf like gets like fed up with this motherfucker. Like he's been fucking up his army and stuff like that, and he literally just like just dons his armor and just walks up to his fucking like just knocks on his door it was just like fight me now bitch (laughs) and they fucking fight and like mel and fucking melkor is trying to like kill this elf and they say that he deals uh he deals morgoth like seven blows and it's like actually like gets him like pretty good but morgoth ends up killing him and he's like stepping on him or something like that at the end like he's like stepping on his chest and he fucking takes his knife and he like drives it into morgoth's foot and for like from that point on, Morgoth always walked with, like, a limp. Mm-hmm. Like, he was always, like, mortally wounded just by an elf. And that's the whole thing is because he, you know, he thought he was, like, this big bad thing. Couldn't be harmed by the, just a more just a, sorry, I keep saying mortal, just a regular elf. So there's a difference between, like, the elves and then, because, like, okay, there's, like, there's, like, lower elves and then there's elves, like, Gal- like okay, like, Galadriel is from a very, like, a uh, very high-born house, you'd say. Yeah. She's descended from the Ainur, like, members of the Ainur. That's when she says, like, the 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 house of Finarfin. Uh, it's been a while since I've read the Silmarillion and shit, so you gotta forgive me if I'm confusing certain names because they all sound the same. And it's, But I'm pretty sure that's what she's saying, is, is the, the, how, the rightful house, or the great house of Finarfin. Um, is one of the Ainur. It's like her... I don't... I think it's... It's either her father or her grandfather. It's either her father or her grandfather or one of the original Ainur. So she's from, like, a very powerful, like, place. Elrond, at this point in the story, he's like a lesser lord. You know what I mean? We think of him as, like, this greater lord who takes over Rivendell and stuff like that. But at the time of the Third Age, like... I mean, he's just writing. He's just writing the king's speeches. Like. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, like, there's different, there's different levels to these elves and stuff like that, and that's why I thought it was kind of cool. That when there's like that this, one, uh, like I think Adar says that he calls like uh, that black elf, uh, the one in the camp. I don't remember his name. A Rondir. Yeah, Rondir. Yeah. He calls him like just a soldier. You know what I mean? Like just a basic like soldier elf. Yeah. So, like, you know, the uh, the regular elves and stuff like that, they have, like, these powers. Like, they have the elf sight and stuff like that. Well, just, like, but, like enhanced strength and yep. agility and all that stuff. No need for sleep, like they say. Yeah, they like, don't. Like, the south men's like, you want to find an enemy that doesn't sleep? Yeah. And the men in Numenor who were, like... They're trying to bring elves oh, here who don't tire, yeah. who don't sleep. Dude, I saw a reviewer who was... <laughs> He was like, and then there's this guy who's like really trying to give a good speech to the people, but it really just sounds like, and it cuts off to that South Park uh, episode. It's like, they took their jobs! (laughs) Yeah, they took their jobs! As soon as that uh, magistrate guy, the guy with the white hair, was like, and drinks for everyone, and all the servants had drinks already, I was like, oh, this is all set up. Uh, And then that guy comes forward, and they like shake hands, he like gives him like a fucking nod. Yep. Yep. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. He's definitely a good politician. Yeah. But he's a fuck. I mean, if you've read the Silmarillion, you know that he's a fucking idiot. Hmm. Like. You know what? In our world right now, yeah, you can probably afford to be that guy. In that world, you can't afford to be that guy because the gods are real, they have magic, and they will smite you. <laughs> they will fucking drown you. Don't, isn't it just funny that it's uh, 
the C is always right. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's the perfect irony. It's just like the whole, I love the whole idea of Numenor. And they really made it like a great city. Like they really made it like something like, it looks so legendary. Yeah. Like it looks fucking wild. Even the and then just stuff looks really cool. It looks like old like depictions are like, video game depictions even of like Elysium where yeah. it's like the island and then it's just like these like waterfalls or just like everything is just it's literally just the circumference of everything is well it's a star island so I can't say it's complete circumference but still it's just like the whole surrounding is just fucking water that can come up over the walls fucking Heller's brand or whatever his name is fuck those guys up see that's another one <laughs> Hallbrand he's fucking he's there's a couple of theories online that he's Sauron, that he's he could be the king that she thinks he is, and they still haven't like said exactly what king that is, but that could be because the witch king, remember he said his family swore a blood oath to Sauron? Yeah. So the people think he's the witch king, but again, after this last episode, he was a prisoner in Numenor, and now he's in Numenor. And he spoke to the that magistrate when she like when she threw the guards in the cell, and he like whispered something in that dude's ear, and he's like, "Yo, don't just like, just chill, just let her and go." I mean, remember when they were all in like that raft or whatever? He was real quick to untie his raft and get the fuck out of there. That's what I meant. Like, he's a great deceiver. It seems like he could be the great deceiver. But then he did save Galadriel, though. But that's what I mean. That he's the great. But like, he gives a ring to her eventually. You got to think yeah. like. As as he fucking he like we've met Celebrimbor mm-hmm. now who's making these towers because he I was wants like, that to was another s- thing I was gonna say is like the show's called the Rings of Power and we've made maybe seen like five minutes of actual like things pertaining to the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean they're loading up. I mean they, which makes sense because there's I mean the thing that I've seen online is that people are like oh man it's such a slow beginning like when the shit and it's just like you gotta understand like people. What I'm explaining right now, and I don't even fully understand because it's been so long since I've read The Silmarillion, and I don't even think I ended up finishing... I don't think I finished the back end of The Silmarillion. Um, but people have no idea. Like, people have no idea Yeah, you. Yeah, on. that's what I'm thinking. This stuff takes over thousands of years, so it's like... like the average like person who just watched Lord of the Rings and like The Hobbit would have no idea about any of this stuff. I guarantee some people... I, I, yeah, absolutely. I guarantee some people don't even know that 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 Galadriel is the same as the other Galadriel in all yeah. those other six movies. They probably just think she's someone completely different. Yeah, probably. Like, elves live that long. <laughs> that's what I mean. Probably they probably don't even think the same thing about Elrond either, too. Yeah. Like they don't like. He's like, what? Like, why would he? He has black hair and it's long. And the next, it's like, yeah, that was <laughs> over three thousand years ago. I mean, this has got to be even like. You don't know because they condensed the timeline, but where they would be at this point in the Silmarillion, it'd be even more. It'd be more than three thousand from because that's at the Great War. That's yeah. at the War for the Ring and Mount at Mordor at Mount Doom. And right now, Mordor isn't even on the fucking map. Yeah, still making it. <laughs> yeah, which I like that too. Like when you could see when they like it brought me back to kind of like Shadow of Mordor. Like when you saw the elves on the tower, like overlooking what yeah. would be. It reminded you of Shadow of Mordor and kind of like how the it was different. It was the Black Rangers watching the Black Gate, but it was sweet. It was sweet seeing how it was just like it was a wasn't always like that. It wasn't always like dark and fucking or like even like for more time to go by. Like Calibrimbor is a ghost in that. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cal, yeah, he's a fucking wraith. He's a fucking ghost. That's it, yeah, and that's a fucking cool, like... But yeah, he gives her he gives her a ring, so he eventually befriends her. That's what I mean. It's like that's that's the thing through all this is like we always think that he's just like we're gonna see how he deceives the nine kings of men, the seven fucking uh, the seven kings of dwarves, and the fucking uh, it's true and the three elf lords, or was it? Yeah, yeah, nine to the men, seven to the dwarves, and three to the elves. Yeah. Because Galadriel's is made out of Mithril. Hmm. Yeah. I keep learning. Now that this has come out, there's a bunch of stuff coming about them. Like, everything's all over the internet about the Silmarillion and all kinds of Tolkien stuff. I've been lurking. I've been watching a lot of videos on, like, Tolkien stories on his unfinished works and stuff like that. And I've seen that where it's like, um, sorry, I need to put that on vibrate. Um, yeah, where her ring is actually made out of Mithril. And then, at some point, I'm pretty sure Gandalf takes it. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing any of this. Not like takes it. I think she gives it to him. I think she gives it to him, and then he's the one that, um, I think. I might, I might be wrong on that, but I really feel like eventually he becomes the holder of that. Um... Because I think that whole thing... Yeah, because I think that whole thing that actually he says... I'm the wielder of the secret fire. When he's f facing the Balrog and stuff. Wielder of the flame of honor. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. I think that might be it. Can't remember. Again, there's so much shit. There's so much shit. With, like, then there's the fucking... Names, too, that makes it hard to remember. The what? With, like, random-ass names that make it hard to remember. Yeah. Because all like again like all these names mean shit. Like yeah. if you watch the thing, like fucking uh, Alendio, like they, the the woman mentions how Alendio. He's like, oh yeah, your name means something else, doesn't it, buddy? <laughs> elf friend, huh? Philly elf friend. <laughs> it's so wild how it's like Tolkien did that. Like, it's so wild that he fucking made like all that stuff make sense and like yeah. And now they're just like and now like. You saw Lord of the Rings, and they were such iconic movies and stuff like that. Then you got The Hobbits; they were like fun movies, and you could like immerse more into That's what a I was world. Say, like, the Hobbit has less of like the world ending hanging over it. Mm -hmm. Like with the Lord of the Rings, it's all kind of like dark because if they don't get this ring yet, everyone's pretty much done. Yeah, everyone's gonna be enslaved for a thousand years. Yeah, but it's like you just like this world just keeps coming alive like you just keep seeing more and more and more of it like you're thousands of years like now we're like thousands of years back and it's like that's so fucking sweet like that was the part that was hard to watch with like the first episode when they all want to like stop chasing after Sauron he's like no we know he's coming back yeah yeah you're, you're so dumb <laughs> you're so dumb Gil Gallad, if you only knew that you and Elendil, some fucking king from the fucking island of Numenor, are gonna stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with this motherfucker and fight him and both die to him, but get him in the end. You might be singing a different tune. Yeah, if he didn't have that little tiny horcrux on his finger. That was great, too. As soon as Galadriel like, got into that boat and started sailing away, all of, like the leaves from the trees started falling. Mm. It's like, oh, we fucked up. Yeah, they just look <laughs> at each other like, uh oh, uh -oh. Fuck. <laughs> we're fucked. But I just I love it too. Just like I said earlier, is like that the irony of just like you see the two political factions 
Um, for people who don't know, like people like uh, the Queen Regent and Elendil, in the books, they're part of a, a faction called the Faithful. And in Numenor, especially like right now, like, okay, Numenor, never mind, hold up. Back in the day, way, way, way back, when Morgoth was like a big, was the big bad, and they had to like fight against him. There was a group of men that decided that they weren't gonna fight with Morgoth because mo most of the men were on Morgoth's side because he that was his thing. He wanted to take over Middle Earth. He couldn't take over Valinor, where all the Ainur and all the gods were. <clears throat> They'd fuck him oh, up so collectively. Down here with the mortars. Yes, with the that's what he wanted to go to Middle Earth and conquer and create his own fucking world and and dominate over it and shit. So back then, I lost my place. What was I just about to describe? Like how some of the men went with him and stuff. Okay, yes, yeah. So the men went with him, and some of them didn't. Numenor, the history of Numenor is that these men who helped the Ainur and the gods and the elves fight Melkor and Morgoth and defeat him were gifted this island from the, from the elves. Um, and then... Also, Elrond's father, no, not Elrond's father, Elrond's brother, Elros, decided, like, they were both given a choice after that war. Like, they both fought in that war, and afterwards they were both given a choice that they could either live as, a, as, as an elf or as a man. And Elrond chose to be an elf, and Elros chose to be a man. Now, he still has longer life, and this is where the Dúnedain comes from. This is where Aragorn comes from. So, I'm just going to mention this right here. Aragorn and Arwen are technically, like, really distant cousins. Because, <laughs> like, Elrond takes in Aragorn late, like, early on in Aragorn's life and stuff like that. And then they fall in love and stuff like that. But, like, Elrond, or Aragorn is a direct descendant of Elrond's brother, Elros. That's cool. Yeah. They're the Dunedain. So that's why, like, El Elros fights in the war. He becomes a man, and he, and that's where he becomes, like, the, I think, the first king of those men of Numenor. And he, and he rules for a long time until then. And then he dies because... Like, he can live for, like, hundreds of years, just like Aragorn dies at, like, 210. But he's still, a, and then he's still a man. Yes, he chose to live as a man with those men who chose to fight with El. I think it, that's basically what it was. It was, like, an honor thing. Like, mm -hmm. like these men chose to fight with us and stuff. They're my type of people. But Numenor now, after thousands and thousands of years, have, like, fallen away. Like, they, they've been, like... They're disgruntled with the elves for some reason. Well, it's like, why do we need the elves anymore? Yeah, they always, you know, I mean, I can, I made the joke about they took her jobs, but I, I can see it, you know what I mean? Especially, like, back then, these are, like, quote-unquote medieval times, you know what I mean? Like, there's magic and stuff there, but it makes sense. Like, just like the guy saying, he's like, yo, we get let a whole bunch of elves in here, like, you're not going to have any fucking job. How are you going to feed your family if, if elves just come in and they can work all night? Like, which makes sense. Like, if you don't sleep and you don't tire... And you I got like, I, they don't, why do the elves want to go there? 
Yeah, they got like their magic fucking yeah. gold curtain fucking realm yeah, too. Like, dude, the elves are trying to get to the Holy Land. They don't care about your fucking island, bro. It's like you guys literally had to sail over here and like convince them to come over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the kind of the irony of it is like their descent. They're like they they don't like the Ainur. They don't like the elves and stuff like that. But there is a faction called the Faithful who do. And. uh yeah, I just think it's funny that they, like, see the signs, and they're just like, ah, how about we just skedaddle before shit gets, before shit gets fucked up over here? Because it's gonna get fucked up. I mean, y'all saw it. If you see episode four, you see it, because that, that's like, that's prophecy. That's 100% <laughs> prophecy. That ain't fucking, that's not gonna not happen again. That is exactly what happens. That whole part between uh, Galadriel and the Regent was pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. I did like that. <coughs> it just sucked that the petals had to fall for her to actually, like, do it. Like, fucking actually see reason and be like, yo, we gotta get the fuck out of here. They did immediately flip, though. It's like, alright, who wants to go with us and fight with the elves? <laughs> Which, to be fair, if I have to fight a war, I want the elves on my side. Well, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. So, the magistrate, I can't remember his fucking name, but he's a very important person in the book, and for that reason, because he's that he's basically that political side of... He doesn't like the elves, he doesn't want the elves to be in charge, yeah. he just wants Numenor to fucking live on their own. When he was in the, the prison while he was talking to Gladriel and she like pushed all those guards in the cell and he he like almost drew his sword and Hallbrand said something to him there. I can't exactly remember what Hallbrand said to him. But he like whispered something in his ear that made him stop and he didn't interfere at all. And that's kinda like where I'm getting at with like Hallbrand. That's where I think like he's like get, like he's whispering in his you know what I mean? Like he's getting close to him and he's saying stuff like that and it's like I don't know. But the, I just feel like it's also too obvious, too. Like, it makes it seem, like, way too obvious to, like, people who would know. So, I just don't know if they're gonna... I don't know if they're gonna throw curveballs. Again, I think the stranger is Gandalf. But I also think it could be Sauron if they do a twist. Because Gandalf's not supposed to be here. Yeah. Gandalf isn't... It, Gandalf doesn't come to Middle-earth, I don't even think, in the Second Age. Or if he does, it's way later than this. Like, he comes, because... At this point, they don't even know... Like, again, Galadriel's trying to convince everybody that Sauron's back. Yeah. Nobody knows about Sauron or that... Like, people don't really... Like, they know of him. They know of Sauron. They kind of like, eh, Morgoth's like, lieutenant. caused a war a long time ago. Yeah, it's like, they're like, Sauron's lieutenant, this guy, whatever. But some people don't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some people don't, like, just completely deny the existence of, like... They just think Morgoth was the big bad or something like yeah. that. So it's like, it's, this is a lot of convincing that Sauron is actually even amassing power in the first place. Gandalf was sent to Middle-earth to fight Sauron specifically. Hmm. The Maya, which is actually... Uh, is he a Maya? I might have that wrong. I don't think Sa Sauron might not be a Maya. No, yes, okay, sorry, I'm getting that wrong. Gandalf, Gandalf is, is an Amaya, he's the Astari. Yeah. The Astari were brought there to combat the, combat the whole Sauron problem. And it was specifically, the funny part is that specifically, Aloran, which is Gandalf, 
uh, he specific like he's like I don't I can't I can't beat Sauron and that's when like I'm pretty sure Luvatar was like that's why you must go <laughs> like you know the whole Gandalf thing just like you know putting more hope in things than fucking that's Gandalf's whole story you know what I mean like he yeah. just works he actually like cares about things and like understands that like giving compassion and taking the time to like understand things and learn them and not just think that you're better than everyone else is the exact reason why he won like it's the why why Sauron lost I'm actually re I'm, I have the audiobooks of uh, the Fellowship of the Rings and the Two Towers, and I'm in the Two Towers right right now, and it's so cool like listening to it compared to watching it. Yeah, this is totally different. Like Tolkien's writing when you actually like read Tolkien. Same thing with the Hobbit. Like when you read the Hobbit versus watch the Hobbit movies and stuff like that, it's completely different. Like it's so cool. What about the kid with Star on sword? Bronwyn's kid yeah isn't it funny how how he just conveniently has a haircut that won't show his ears mm. <laughs> and that he's he might kind of look a little bit like a Ron Deer <laughs> he's a little darker than his mother <laughs> he might be a little darker than his mom he might, like, <laughs> he's always literally like he's always giving that bucket and it's just like well you're not like we know, motherfuckers. <laughs> we know what you're doing here. That old guy, too, at the end of the last episode. Yeah, grabbed his hand. Like, we wait. Our master comes back. Yep. It's going to be the wild part. It's going to be... Yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be... It's going to suck because, like, this season's going to end on cliffhangers. Oh, for sure. It's like so many cliffhangers. and that's I mean, There's only four like, episodes left, right? Yeah, I think there's eight for that and ten for House of the Dragon. Yeah. I mean, House of the Dragon's really gonna, really gonna drop on a cliffhanger, too. Not gonna lie, when he first had the sword and, like, it stabbed into him and started, like, absorbing some of his blood to, like, regrow, yeah. I thought that was gonna be, like, the thing is, like, once the sword's, like, finished, you know, like, growing, like, Sauron. Uh, like, he might, like, transform into Sauron or, like, Sauron's gonna, like, possess him through that sword Oh, or like that. okay. But then it, like, went forward, like, he fought that one orc or whatever. Yeah, fair enough. And then it just, like, went back to normal. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I love. I'm so excited. I love this fucking series. I, I love this series. I love the House of the Dragon series. It's gonna. They're gonna be sweet, bro. It's gonna be fucking sweet. I think I like. I think I think I like the Rings of Power more than Lord of the Rings, just because everything's like bigger. Like everything's more like grander like all yeah. like the civilizations are still like in their prime no one's in like a decline or anything yeah. like that like and it's very specifically like going about all the races and like political things that are going on in this specific world and at the like time and the powerhouses of each race too yes like like it's specifically about the world yeah. which is funny because the original game of thrones like the the original series that was more about the world like it was more about the you know the war of the five kings and like you went all over the place and stuff like that but this series house of the dragon is more of like very condensed to like yeah a lot of the stuff happens like behind closed doors in king's landing 
that not a lot of stuff goes around like fully. Don't get me wrong, you're still gonna go over Westeros and different places. Obviously, we just went down to the Stepstones in the beginning, but still, it's not. It's it's the family. It's the family infighting, and it's not everyone from fucking everyone. Well, and that probably fighting. has to like do with the fact that like everyone's still just conquered because like yep. Because I mean, like it was his grandfather or something that came in and like. Or something like that. Maybe great grandfather. It would be Aegon. Would be Viserys. I don't remember. Great, great grandfather. Because I, th- yeah, no. Great, great, great grandfather. I don't fucking know. But it's like, they don't rule through, like, diplomacy like the other king, like, the Baratheon had to, where he had to, like, he had to take these other people's opinions in or else they might rise up against him. Whereas the Targaryens, they could just rule however they wanted because they had the dragons. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to, like, be worried about the small lord's input. They do. I mean, they do to a point, but they really, like, if he wants to make a decision that, like, he wants to make, he can. Like, yeah. Yeah, especially at this point in time, because they got, like, 17 of them motherfuckers. Yeah. Maybe not exactly at this point, but at the peak of the house, at peak of the fucking, of this series, they're gonna have 17 fucking dragons I, in this shit. I was telling my boss, and I was like, just wait until they start, like, looking for more dragon riders. Yeah. I'm like, that's gonna be nuts. <laughs> when they're just like, yo, if you can tame them, yeah. you can have them. Chomp. I can't wait to see Sheep Stealer. Sheep Stealer, fucking um, man, so many cool ones. Sunfire, I'm excited to see Sunfire, the most beautiful dragon. Damon's dragon looks, I don't, I don't want to say it looks weird, but the it blood worm. Yeah, it definitely looks like weird. <laughs> the blood worm. He has the giant. He has the long neck. Caraxes. Yeah. That's. That's uh, cranky, this just poor, like him. Those poor crab people. Shh. That was fucking wild. Except he didn't, uh, in the book, he didn't He didn't chop his body in half. He chopped his head off. Yeah. I do like what they're doing with Viserys in the throne, though. Yes. Like, yes. So great. I saw a thing where it's supposed to, he's supposed to be dying of leprosy. Hmm. That's what he's done. That's what he keeps. That's, like, what his, his deal is. But yeah, I love how because in the book that it, was the they say it's the throne rejecting him basically. Yeah, and in the book they they said he like as the years went on, he would he would continue to, he would continue to have more cuts and stuff while as he sat the Iron Throne, and then eventually, sometime here he'll fall from it. Yeah, he's gonna have an accident where he falls from it and he almost dies from it, and then he'll never sit on the Iron Throne again. He ne- he doesn't even hold. Don't court. they like move it or something? Like place it up on like a pedestal or something like that? Like. They might. I'm not sure. I can't remember that. I, might I just be remember confused with Wheel of Time. So that yeah, I don't remember that. I just remember that he fall. I know he falls from it. It's it's a close one. He survives, but he never. He doesn't even hold court from the throne room anywhere. Yeah, he'll never small, sit on it. Yeah, from like the small meeting room or whatever. Yeah. Because he just yeah. I mean, he's just declining. That's all he's gonna. I'm pretty sure in the next one he's gonna be wearing a mask. Because it's going to be taken over his face. Hmm. There's been there's a little trailer of the next week's episode. I think after this one, like season six or episode six or something like that, and uh, 
Yeah, he has a mask on. I saw like a review of it. Half mask. Look over half of his face. An old Patty Considine. Fucking, uh. We got Doctor Who in here and fucking, uh. Father Hughes from Peaky Blinders. Mm. He always liked the young ones. That part was great when David gets, uh. Daenerys all worked up. Did, wait. No, what's her name? Uh, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra, yeah. Gets her all worked up at like the whorehouse that she has and to go back fucking, to her night. Yeah, and then just fucking <laughs> walks away. It was like, I don't know. The internet's all up in arm about that scene. I don't know about it. It was just, it was fucked up. He just started trying to fuck her, and then he just left her with her pants at her knees. And, and it was she just was like, like into it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like. Oh, that's sad. It's okay. You have a king's guard waiting. waiting yeah. To find your door. Yeah. And then she just goes and fucks Kristen Cole, which now that makes sense because they never mentioned that in the book. They make it seem like it is in the book, but now well, that, the, that makes sense. I think like the dwarf says it. You remember in the book how there always was like the saying of like uh, a the, mushroom. The, yeah, and yeah. he would like always say those things and like, but no one ever believes him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might be right on that. True. And I just feel like this also, like, it definitely lines up, uh, I bet Allison and him are gonna have something, too. Oh, yeah. I bet Queen Allison and him are gonna have something, because he goes over to the Greens. I'm ruining shit for people. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You'll get over it. You'll get over these little tiny things. It's not gonna be that big of a deal. Hey, we talked about it before, too. Like. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. So he goes over on her side eventually, way down the line, but that's probably what it is. It's probably why they had him fuck. Yeah. But isn't <laughs> the it so king had this prepared for you. Yeah, dude! <laughs> right near guy with that morning after. Right with that morning after potion. God damn woman. Not woman. Child. Well, I don't know. She might be like... I don't know how old she is at this point. It's hard to tell. There's so many year jumps. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't it doesn't say either. She was 15 at the beginning, but then there's like a couple years because she... Allison had egg on. Yeah. Which is just like... Y'all are gonna hate that little boy. Well, it like <laughs> had him and his first name day. So it's, oh, yeah. it's gotta be about two years And she was pregnant with another one. Yeah. Can't, that must be Amon. The one that she was pregnant with must be Amon. I think so. Which would become Amon One Eye. Yeah. But yeah. Also, just what also what happens to uh, Aegon the <laughs> Second? I'm not gonna ruin that. But <laughs> whoa, yo! Jesus Christ, what happens to Aegon the Second? I mean, what happens to fucking all of them? Yeah. And and it's to be rough. to be honest, it's already. I'm just also gonna say. What happens to Rhaenyra has already been said. Yeah. How she, like, once that one time they, like, they showed it kind of in this show, but in the original series, Game of Thrones, it was already said Rhaenyra's fate. Yeah. Joffrey, when Joffrey takes uh, Marjorie to the house and he's showing him the old Targaryens, he literally sits there and he says exactly, he's like, yo, this is this is this person, this is exactly what happens. And it's so funny. He's like, now they're just going to wait till it happens. 
<laughs> it's fucking sweet, yo. It's gonna be fucking wild. Don't get attached to anyone. You are you already been through this for one ten year fucking stint. Yeah, like this whole first season's gonna be nothing but set up really. Like set up, and they're gonna just just drop like flies. Oh. They're gonna drop like fucking flies. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. Except for Viserys. <laughs> Viserys gets done dirty. He gets he gets done dirty a little bit. Damn. Oh man, these two series just oh man. Matt Dan- or Matt Smith is the best fucking character. He's just yeah. absolutely stealing it with Damon. He's just Damon. such a good actor. Like he really is. He must be. This is the only thing I've seen him in, but now I'm trying to get to like everything else. I'm really trying to, uh... It's nice, and, like, in Doctor Who, they call... He's, like... He's a lot more... Like, than, he's a lot more, like... He's the youngest one, right? Uh, what do you mean? I saw I saw an interview with him once where, like, right, right from the bat, they're like, so you're the youngest. He's like, yeah, I'm the youngest incarnation of the Doctor. Oh, like, the youngest actor to play the Doctor, I'm assuming. Okay, because he said incarnation in well, the well, thing, so I thought, I was like, wow. he's, like, the, he'd be the oldest. Really? One of the oldest. I thought it meant. I well, thought after after him is Peter Capaldi, but to get to Peter Capaldi, something has to happen. Because oh, okay. they only You're have good. like twelve reincarnations or eleven or something like that. I don't remember exactly. And something happens where he gets a full reset. Well, unless he? they go back to the Time Lord's planet. Yeah. Unless they go back to Gallifrey. Where they can reset. Yeah, but Gallifrey doesn't exist, and then so well, it's like it's time. Yes, it's time locked, which yeah. is the whole what Eccleston is talking about the whole time with the dog. Dude, I'll tell you one thing: it took me a while to get through them Daleks, <laughs> the fucking Daleks in the beginning, or something fucking else, man. And I'm sure they're gonna fucking still be there. Oh yeah, they're like they're the main enemy of Doctor Who. I was gonna say, yeah, I figured they're they're who they had the time war with. Like, yeah, the, the time lords had the time had the war with the. Just so fucking because it's just like that thing is so stupid. Well, I mean, it's from like the fifties. Like, I know, but it's still it's just so fucking. Exterminate. Yeah, exterminate. With, like, the fucking like sucker. Yeah, <laughs> like grabs her face. It's like, <laughs> they're like the one where they get beat by stairs. Did you see that episode? <laughs> <laughs> it just like floats up. Well, that used to be a thing back in like the old Doctor Who. It was like shut up. They would shut up. Be deep shut up. Stairs. They couldn't. The Daleks couldn't get upstairs, and now the Daleks can yeah. get up. Oh my <laughs> fucking now that now that's so fucking funny. Yeah, that, now you see why they put like there was like the music and everything. Oh my with god, it. dude, that's so funny. They were they're like they go in that. It's like the fucking. They literally like, go up like three stairs or something. Yeah, like that. they're like, like oh, it's perfect. You won't be able to come up here it's like pulls I think up. the music even like like changes for and that it's, scene and it's to the old ones yeah. just like lifts up and they're like what and it's like <laughs> so, that makes so fucking much sense oh that's hilarious doctor who is so fucking corny but god damn it it's like it's like buffy the vampire slayer to me yeah. it's like when you watch it it's like this is corny as fuck but i don't care but it's still like the stories are just good yeah it's funny because like if you didn't have, it's only corny because they didn't have the technology. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like that, like they had where you had to try to do like more writing, and you tried to had to explain things more. And that's what I love about this is that there's like they didn't have the technology to do what they're trying to do, but they still just did it. Like they, and I can only imagine like what the fucking fifties would have been like for this fucking show. Yeah, 
I'm not gonna watch it, but oh no, but, <laughs> yeah, but I can only imagine like how I've the seen fucking... like clips and stuff like that, and like yeah, I can only imagine. But what I was saying though is Matt Smith, his like his doctor is a lot more like dark and like not like him being dark, but like he has to do like dark things. Yeah, like he's the doctor, and he like he chose the name like all the time. Wants to choose a name for themselves. Yeah, like, he chose the doctor because he wants to help people. Like, mm-hmm. He doesn't want like because during the war he was like. He fucked shit up in the war. Like, he, he was, like... He was doing bad shit. Yeah, everyone's fucking afraid of him. Well, I mean, like, he's the one that locked time. Yeah. He's the one that yeah. sealed Gallifrey away. He killed his all entire race, basically. Dude, it's fucking... That's what I mean, like, in the beginning when Eccleston is, like... When he says that shit, he's like, they're gone! They're all gone! Well, like that would be right after that happened. Like, Eccleston is the first Doctor after the Time War. So, like, literally... When he shows up to Rose, it, maybe not exactly like that, but, but pretty t- close. Yeah, but like it's not like okay, like the time war he locked Gallifrey away, boom, he goes to Rose like that fucking day. Yeah, but it's like yeah. in the timeline, yeah. like after he does that, it like because there's the doctor before him is the war doctor. He's the eighth doctor. Yeah, and like he's that's John Hurt. He comes back in like the uh, in that s- series with three. Okay. One of them is John Hurt, which is the war doctor. Oh, yeah, and. uh Wow, yeah, so, so like one from re- back in the day, back in the day. No, 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 you never saw this. So like the last, the like the, the old series went up to seven. Oh, you Eccles- never saw him lock Gallifrey away. Eccleston came in as nine. Oh, whoa, we probably discussed this once before and I totally well, forgot actually, about it. Actually, I think, I think that's the whole thing, because I think cause Matt Smith is like 11 technically, but he's actually the 12th because of the War Doctor, and they only have 12 reincarnations. And, like, no one really knew that until all that happened. Whoa. <laughs> I'm so fucking pumped. Like I said, the just the writing's so good with it. Like, yeah, it really like, the, I, the story writing is pretty cool. But it is corny. It is definitely fucking corny. But, it, again, I like it. Also, I just like, like, the British part of it, too. Like, yeah. they just say and British like, things. all the aliens are British. Yeah. <laughs> I like seeing the people in the future, too. Like, just, like, how they, like show the humans like in the future and stuff like that it's always just like some random shit's going on that like everyone's kind of like nuts the one where like there's the hospital and everyone there's like there's patients who had every fucking yeah. every disease of the entire universe or, or of the whole planet do you see the one with like just like the lady's just just like a skin and she yeah goes, moisturize me yeah <laughs> moisturize and then she takes over rose's body in the yeah. one episode it's that episode where they're all sick and shit and then she asked, and then fucking the doctor finally convinces her to die. Like, just die. It's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It's wild. I'm excited to get through Tenet. Because after Tenet, Smith, right? Yeah. Because he has it. Tenet has it for like two or three. I think he has three, three seasons, seasons. I want to say. Which is pretty cool, too. Because mm. then Matt has it for like. I think he also has three. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's what I thought, too, is because I was like, man, this is going to suck if I only get, like, 14 episodes of Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's like, I did. Like, as soon as he fucking left, I was like, fuck, man. I was like, I, I'm i excited for David Tennant, but I want, I wanted more Eccleston. I, he's the only one with one. Everyone else has at least two, I think. Yeah. He said, I've read the shit from him, and he, he said from the gate, like, when he signed on to do Doctor, he said he was only doing one season, yeah. he was doing it as, like, a favor, and then even that, when he did it, he didn't agree with the directors and shit like that on how the thing was made, so. That whole Bad Wolf arc is really cool, though. 
Yeah, it's funny because that not that the company's name? Yeah. The company, yeah, the company that produces it or something is like called Bad Wolf. That's funny. It is, a, I don't know, it's such an interesting concept. I can't wait to get more into the Time War thing. That's what I, I love that fucking, I love how it's like, he's like feared. Yeah. Like when people fucking, like people who know who the doctor is, they're always just like, there's the one Matt Smith episode where, like, they're doing something at, like, Stonehenge, and, like, literally all these alien ships come flying above Stonehenge, like, coming to take whatever was underneath there, and he just goes with, like, a microphone, and he's, like, just gives his, like, speech, and he's, like, who wants to be the first to come down here and face me? Let's do the smart thing and let someone else be first. <laughs> and then they all just kind of, like, stop, and they all just fly away. <laughs> like, no, we're good. Yeah, that's the doctor. We're not fucking with him. There's the one, like, the very first episode he becomes... David Tennant and he's like still like regenerating and he's like the, he has the Christmas one like it's like yeah and he has to like wake up and he fights that one thing like and like he, a sword yeah and he's like you tell them that earth is protected <laughs> it's funny because like in Torchwood which is like a spin-off kind of Doctor Who okay yeah from the queen well, yeah, kind of. Because the queen fucking in the in the werewolf episode, she makes, she makes torchwood. torchwood. Yeah, but it's set in like modern times now. Okay, but uh, that's so fucking cool that you just said that because I and I remember that episode. That's funny as shit. Well, they like hit. They get his hand. They get the doctor's hand that gets cut off. Oh my god! Like his hand gets cut off and like yeah. flies off the edge. Yeah, they they have his hand in torchwood. Shut up! Yeah. Oh my god! What do they do and, with it? We, uh, it's just kind of just like there. It's just who is it? Like what are they? What is Torchwood about then? Oh, so Torchwood is like they're they're humans. They're from Earth. They just like they just like deal with aliens that are on Earth. Hmm. And they kind of like cover it up. And they just like, mention the Doctor every now and then. Well, the one of the main characters, Jack. Uh, crap, I can't remember his last name. But uh, he was a companion of the Doctor for a little bit I in think, the show. I think he's with Tenet for a little bit, so I think you'll see him. Okay. And uh, that's why he has the hand trying to like find the doctor again. But also, do you remember that that hospital episode with like uh, like the skin lady and stuff? Yeah. The face of Ode was there. That yes. Big, yeah, the big thing. That's Jack in the future, because he can't die. He just like he kind of like regenerates, kind of like a time lord. Jesus Christ. So that's just that's him like in the far future. Because he kind of, like, he says some like cryptic shit about the doctor. And yeah, and that one because they say they're like yeah when he. When he dies, the day he dies, he's supposed to say something to the to like the the homeless traveler or something, mm-hmm. and the doctor knows it's him, and he thought he thought he's like, "Yo, don't you have something to tell me?" And he's like, "No, not right now." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I just woke up." He's like, "Well, I have to t- next time we talk, I'll tell it to you or something." And then he just like goes, he like transports away. There was just, there's a crazy wow. scene in Torchwood where Jack just keeps getting like basically incinerated like down to atoms and just grows back and they just do it again to him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's rough. But Torchwood is really good though. There's uh the one guy from Game of Thrones is in it. I'm trying to remember. The like the guy who goes to the like north of the wall and like kills that uh guy with like all the wives and like drinks from his skull. Oh fucking yeah! I can't remember his name. But uh, he's he's in Torchwood. He's like one of the members of Torchwood. <laughs> That's cool. He's like that assassin that Jon Snow killed. Yeah. When he was drinking uh, wine out of Gior fucking Mormon's head. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Iron Torch was pretty good. Damn. Rings of Power, House of Dragon, Doctor Who. It's fucking wild, these shows that we watch. House of the Dragon's gonna get fucking nuts, man. Did you see The Doctor's Wife yet? No. Okay. Not The Doctor's Wife. Saw there's like a... There was like a girl that he traveled with. Was that her? And I fell asleep through it. Mm. And <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. There was that politician lady that knew him. Yeah. And then he got, and then he, and then she like blew up the alien spaceship, mm. and he got mad at her. It's like I should have told him to run. <laughs> Never come here. Well, he doesn't like killing things if he doesn't have to. Yeah. I mean, after you being traumatized from, like, time-walking your entire civilization. I don't know. In the very first episode, he was telling those Daleks to die. Well, I mean, he doesn't like... That's the time war with with the Daleks. Like, if he has one mortal enemy, it's the Daleks. Fair enough. God, I can't wait to get into that shit. I just want to learn more about the time war and how he did it and how he locked Gallifrey away. Yeah. That is that's gotta be cool when the eighth doctor shows up then. It it it, it was something And then he starts saying does he start like talking about it, yeah. And you get to kinda like see like what happened almost. What? Yeah. God damn, I got like fucking thirteen seasons to get through. Oh yeah. <laughs> At least they're not like twenty episodes, they're only like twelve, fourteen. Mm-hmm. I still love like Matt Smith with Amy and Rory, like that's my favorite like group. They're so you, yeah, that's what I said. Like uh, Desiree, Desi from Burger King, she she's like really excited that I'm getting into Doctor Who now because she watched it too. And I was like, Mike says she likes David Tennant. She thinks Tennant's the best one. I was like, well, Mike loves Smith, and she's like, ah, oh, she's like, I understand why. She's like, <laughs> she's like, but I just think she's like David's just cute. <laughs> like yeah, fair enough, I understand that. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just really, I'm really loving Matt. And House of the Fucking Dragon, so I just feel like I'd really like him. I want to watch The Crown, too. It's got me thinking I want to watch The Crown because he plays Prince Philip. Oh, really? Yeah, and they say he's really... Because I guess people who've like watched The Crown, they're like, all I can see is Prince Philip on a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I keep seeing. So all I'm going to see is David in the like, royal palace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the queen. It's just so weird, too, because they also said that like his sex scene there with Millie Alcock in the fucking, this last episode, like... They're like, yo, this is the hottest thing ever. And I'm like, I just, we were both talking. He's like, he's got a weird face. Yeah, so you, everyone just calling him, like, ugly and shit like that. But he is the hottest sex scene, apparently. I just love it. Yeah, I love how, like, for a year, everyone shit on him for fucking getting the role, period. And now that he has it, he's fucking just. He's a good actor. I dude, like it's wild. He had the first sex scene, too. Yeah. How about that first one? Him just fucking railing that bitch. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, Matt. I liked it though because it was like real. Like he was like really like grabbing her hips, like uh, 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 like pound. I was like Jesus Christ. And then there's a quote by Millie Alcock for that brothel scene. She's like we were. She's like we were around extras that had literally been sixty nine and for like twelve hours straight. Christ. Yeah, yeah, dude. I shared it in the Discord. What did I get? Director, can we take a break? My tongue's getting tired. Yeah, right there. There was extras who we had who just met. We're like 69 and for 12 hours. It's pretty gnarly. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. And there's a lot of stuff going on in that brothel. Where do you sign up to be one of them extras? It does seem like, though, like they're doing it like... 
I don't want to say more tastefully, but like there's less like actual nudity it seems like than Game of Thrones. For now. Yeah, for now. For now. Because like even like in that scene, like it's still like camera angles like covered a lot of stuff. Like sure you saw a little bit, but like yeah. True. And Khaleesi was just you know walking out of fires, bearing it all. With that, like, the prostitute, she hops up on that car and just, like, let me see it one last time. Like, flips her coin and she, like, lifts up her skirt. Bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm definitely excited for the new episode tonight. I'm so, I'm just fucking pumped. I'll have to watch it in the morning. But I'll watch go- Doctor Who when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go to work tomorrow, so. I'm fucking. You don't have to go. Yeah, I uh, like I start my week like because my schedule is, g- is gonna be like Wednesday to Sunday. No. Oh. So I start like my weekend shifts. Okay. This upcoming weekend. I'll have to tell you about my situation outside of recording. Mm-hmm. Uh. Ooh, yeah. We're getting fucking spoiled. That's all I can say. We're getting absolutely spoiled as fantasy fans. I'm in all kinds of shit, man. Like I said, I was reading The Lord of the Rings. I got the fucking last game. Now the fucking House of the Dragons out, I'm like, fuck. Now I want to finish up the last Game of Thrones book because I need to get into the Wheel of Time because that's like 15. I can't even fit. Like, we keep talking about all these fantasy series and stuff like that, and I've read like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff like this, Game of Thrones, but it's like... Wheel of Time is a really fucking endeavor that I don't know if I'm ready. How do you keep track of it all? Honestly, it wasn't that bad. Really? Because well, there's only like... So it's not Game of Thrones where there's a million characters. There, but that's hard to believe. No, I know. There, there's a lot of characters, but there's like six or seven like main characters that like... It, the chapters through one of their perspectives. Okay. It's not like... So, like, here's a random person you've never heard of before, and, like, we're doing this chapter. Like, and especially, like, in the first books, like, most of the group's together the whole time. And it sticks with, like, the main group that we already know of, right? Yeah, right yeah. Now. Like, Rand and them. And yeah. The, okay. And, like, throughout, like, sure, like, they add, like, a couple more characters, like, throughout later. Yeah. But, like, it's still only focused Very on Very cohesive throughout. And, like, usually, like, a couple of the characters are together. So, like... Like, there'd be, like, a group of, like, two here, a group of three here, like, doing the thing. Like, group of another, like, three over here doing our own thing. Fifteen books, man. It's... It's good, though. I really liked Wheel of Time. And then I got Sanderson's books in there. Mm. I got the fucking uh, Stormlight Archive for what's out of it so far. Yeah, I have uh, I have that on audiobook, but I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know. I saw it, and I was like, I'm just into, like... I've gotten into like if i got the extra money and i see a fantasy book i'm fucking snatching it that seems to like for me that seems like lord of the rings and like dune mixed together kind of the stormlight archive okay okay because it's about like there's like i don't remember how many but like there's like suits of armor that basically make people like super powered oh okay the, the, the only thing that can like damage those armor is like the weapons that go with them like these super like swords that go with them mm. and like it's kind of like the war over who can control the armors who can control the weapons and like whoever what family has those is the family that's in power oh, that's kind of sweet i literally yeah i bought i bought those books without knowing anything about them and I was just, like a desert planet i just uh 
I just knew that I was gonna like Brandon. I knew I was gonna like Sanderson's work. Yeah, that's why I kind of also wanted to give it because like I liked, I liked how he finished uh, the Wheel of Time. I could just tell like, like, just my interest in general and like my my recent like reignited obsession with fantasy like getting into all these different stories and just like falling in love with them again like starting to read a little bit more i just i don't even have to like i just know that it's probably it's going to be something that i like like i just like fantasy so much that if he's regarded as one of the best fucking authors of like the time right now then yeah i'm gonna like it (laughs) if i can read tolkien's work from fucking 1920 i'm gonna fucking read i'm definitely gonna like this shit and that kind of sounds really sweet, like fucking, because in the in the even with you saying that, like at the beginning, like it still looks like he's like a knight. It's yeah. not like some futuristic like fucking suit of armor or something like that. With the well, I, th- I think it's magic. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's kind of cool. That's what I, I think, like about it. I think they were made by like ancient people. Yeah, and then there's only like a couple of them left nowadays. Ah, that's cool. I'm excited for you to get into Wheel of Time. It's really good. It, it's one of those that you just want to keep, like, you just want to keep going. Like It makes sense, cause, yeah, because there's fucking... <laughs> I just want to keep going, because I can. You gotta get through. <laughs> and going, and going, and going. I fucking had that book at work the other day, and I slapped it down, and there's a, there's a kid that I work with. He's a... He just borrowed the books from somebody because we've been talking about the. I've been talking about the series a lot, so he wanted to like read the books. So he's on the first one. He saw me have that. And he's like, "Oh, he's like you're." And I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "I only have like a few hundred pages left." I was like, "So I've been wanting to finish it now that the series came out." And some other kid that worked with us, he started laughing. He's like, Pfft. "He's like few hundred pages," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's like a." thousand and some i don't know and he's like a thousand pages i'm like this is the fifth one they're all over a thousand he's like what the fuck i'm like dude there's nothing i was like literally i was like i'm a fucking idiot when it comes to books i was like my homie like i was like he's read all these read other ones i was like he's read a fucking series that has 15 in them and he's just like i knew that that fucking just blew his mind like i've been reading uh i've been really into like lit rpgs recently yeah you were saying, I think you said that in another episode too. Like where like it's like books, but they have like game elements in them. Yeah. With like a system, basically. Yep. Yep. I'm on like chapter like 850 some for the one series I'm reading now. That's all. Yeah. Because didn't you say one of those is one that uh, that the guys release and stuff like every? Well, there's two of them that I've been like really into, and like yeah, they like every like day or every couple days they like release a new chapter. Basically. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I get distracted with a lot of things, but I have been like uh, recently. I've been getting a lot back into the books, but a lot of like series that I've like known a lot of stuff about, like just but reading stuff that I haven't read about them. <laughs> Finishing up the Game of Thrones, reading stuff about Lord of the Rings. Like I have like the old Adventures of Tom Bombadil, mm-hmm. the, the back end of the Silmarillion. I need to read uh, unfinished works really wanted to get into that because that's just going to be so cool like just it's just like little tidbits you know what i mean like things that he found like things that his son found that he's like describes upon i'm pretty sure like he'll show you like i'm sure he'll like show you writings of his but then i think he also like goes into like i just imagine like Tolkien's just like taking a dump or something and he's like oh wait that'd be such a great idea and like grabs a piece of paper quick and like scribbles it down something his writing and just, is... like gets lost in his binder of notes 
his writing is something else, man. It's just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because, I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't read so much things that's so applicable versus allegorical that, like, that's what I'm getting from it. But that's why I think it's so different. Because pretty much everything I, like, read is kind of, like, allegory. Yeah. And it's, and he very specifically says it's not, like, his is, he wrote it to be applicable. And as you get, like, as I'm starting to, like, learn more about that stuff, I think that's kind of what gets me about it is his writing. It's very descriptive, and, like, it comes from... You know what I mean? Like, it's not... That's what I think I like about, like, Robert Jordan. Like, in, like, the Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Just, like, everything's just, like, so, like, detailed. And, like, the way he does it, like, makes you feel like you're there, really. Like Yeah. Kind of... You said it once to me. I don't know if we were recording. Where you're, like... Uh when you get into like an author or like a really good book like that and really good writing it's like you 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 forget that you're reading you're not looking at the words it's like you're just playing a movie for in your head yeah. like as you just like and that's like yeah that's so perfect like yeah like once you get into that groove and it's just like yo know, you're just turning pages and it's like the world is just there in your mind and it's just like you're not even like looking at words anymore you're not looking at punctuation you're not you're just like it's there like and like they give you the details you need but then you can just like fill the rest in basically for yeah. yourself like, yeah you're just fucking in your head like just fucking like walking through the streets of whatever fucking town they're talking about like it's kind of cool too when they have like these I like when they have like series like these like they have Wheel of Time out now so mm-hmm. like but I've only seen, like, a little bit of it. So, like, as I go through Wheel of Time, I have at least the characters' faces and shit like that, but then I can make up the other shit that I don't know. Like, I can, like, make up the different, like, places that they go and stuff like that, but I can use, like, the actors' faces that I've, like, grown attached to, at least. Like, Henry Cavill will probably always be Geralt for me. <laughs> I just don't care. And I don't give a fuck what you have to think about it either, people who don't like that, who are listening. I think I just always think of the games, because, like, that's what I played first. Very true. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I just, I don't know. I just like Henry Cavill. No, he he does a great Gerald, like, for sure. Can't wait for season three. Season two is pretty sweet of that. Mm. Like I said, we're just getting split. It's fucking fantasy fucking season. Until the aliens show up and it's fucking just real, real life. Hmm. <laughs> The Ross Library had their book like sale. I forgot to go. I saw fucking posters of it, and I meant to go down and and see if I could grab some, but I totally forgot. I found this one book. It was a list of cemetery gravestone inscriptions from Clinton County with like pictures. And of course, I bought it. Why? It was like a dollar. It was cool. (laughs) Like inscriptions? Yeah, like like it's like whatever cemetery and then it just starts going down like Bob Jones like date 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 what? like whatever inscription was on his tombstone and then it's just here's another one and another one and then like for each cemetery it's like a picture of the cemetery what? <laughs> what? Is it like you gonna read it? I'm gonna flip through it every once in a while <laughs> I'm about to make a nice coffee table book or something. You do really like reading, bud. You really <laughs> fucking do. 
You weren't kidding when you said that. I, I, I just thought it was neat. Like, I don't know. Where do you, where do you find a book like that? Hey, that's a book that's, like, kept in, like, like City Hall, you know? Like, in the, like, li- like record section. Now I have it. Sure. It's the same reason I bought, like, all those random, like, old Bibles from uh, the one book fair or whatever they had. Damn. Like, I bought a Koran. Took me so long to find. <laughs> I always tried to go to like a random bookstore, and like anytime I was in a bookstore, I tried to find a Koran and I couldn't find it. And then I finally just ordered one off Amazon. Uh, the one thrift store in town there, they gave me the Book of Mormon for free. Yeah, <laughs> they was like, "Oh, this is a religious book because it's in the Church of Latter Day Saints or whatever." He's like, "Oh, this is a this is a religious book. You can just have that." <laughs> is the Book of Mormon just a separate book? Like, is it just its own? It's like their Bible, basically. Like, okay. I was what I was gonna ask you is the Book of Mormon one of the books in the Bible, and like mm-hmm. Mormons are like a like a sub category of like some sort of Catholic or Christian. I don't know shit about some religions. Well, they believe that like, basically, like a group of Israelites came over. They somehow managed to cross the ocean and they landed in America. Yeah, and that like. They basically, like, some of them went bad, and they turned into Native Americans, and that's why Native Americans have darker skin. Like, that's, like, their explanation for it. And then, like, the bad ones fought the good ones, and they had a war. What? And that's why they believe that if Indians pray hard enough, they, too, can become white again. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck did you just say to me? (laughs) What? If, if the Native Americans pray hard enough, they too can become white again. Never mind. I don't even like. These are the people that believe they get a planet when they die. So I mean, like, it's not a planet. Also, they change that. So it's like a universe or like a. Like well, it depends a, how many wives you have. Fair enough. It's not a planet. <laughs> I'll never forget that episode. <laughs> they said that was silly. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? There's people giving out planets out here. Yeah, sorry, right now I can't be doing that anymore. Just imagine King Kai on his planet. Well, can you imagine if, like, humans eventually become, like, spacefaring enough where we could travel to other planets and you just find a planet that's just full of Mormons? <laughs> I'd love to get their own planet. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, that's the point. Like, you and your wives get a planet. Isn't that lonely? What do you mean? You, that's why you have all the kids. You populate it. Oh, I guess. And that's how Adam and Eve were. Adam and Eve were Mormons, and that's how they sure. populated the planet. Yeah. I saw something the other day. It said something like Adam and Eve had, like, three kids, and they were, like, all boys. You can do the math from there or something. <laughs> Damn Eve! <laughs> I want to read more uh, Terry Pratchett books. What's that? He's just like an author. Like he did. Uh, there's a show on Amazon that I really liked. It's called Good Omens, based off one of his books. And it was basically like this angel and this devil that had like they've known each other since literally like the Garden of Eden. Like he was the angel that was like tasked to like protect the gate of the Garden of Eden, and he was like the serpent that went up to like basically well like yeah to like talk them into biting the apple and stuff like that and so they've just been like friends ever since like 
Adam and Eve, like they just started talking and stuff like that. And then it goes, it go like there's like a montage of them throughout the centuries, just like continuously <laughs> meeting up and stuff like that. But the main point of the show is that like the demon gets sent to like make the swap for like the Antichrist for like some baby to like so like he gets raised in the human world and everything like that. But there's like a mix up that happens basically. And then so this demon and this angel have to like work together to try to turn the Antichrist just into like a normal person, like to like raise him into like a normal person basically. <laughs> It's just, I don't know, it's just really funny. I really liked it. And he, like, he apparently, like, wrote, like, a lot of books and stuff like that. It's a funny concept. Not, like, he doesn't really do, like, series and stuff like that, but he just does, like, different, like, concept books like that. That is funny. The one that I have that I saw was really good reviews was The Astronaut at the End of the Lane. (laughs) I don't know, but I heard it was good, so I got in. I just haven't read it yet. More books, more books, more fantasy series so we can watch them. <laughs> First we read them, then we watch them. Mm-hmm. The one series I really like, they made a horrible movie out of. What? The Seventh Son. Like, it was based off uh, uh, The Spook's Apprentice. It was, like, the series. Huh. And they they made the movie called The Seventh Son. And it's basically, like, the seven sons of seven sons, they can, like... <laughs> they have like a special like fortitude I guess when it comes to like magic where like it doesn't really like affect them as much and stuff like that and they kind of like can feel like the presence of like spirits and stuff like that Interesting. and so like in the books like it's their job like they're called the county spook like uh, they just go around and deal with like ghosts in people's house or like ball guards or like witches and stuff like that like if someone if there's a witch in town they call them they come and like fight the witch bind it up drag it back to their house and throw it in a pit in the ground Cause that's how you get rid of a witch. Yeah, you gotta make sure you coat the walls of the pit with salt and iron, so they can't get out. <laughs> they just rot there. Yeah, pretty much. The spook has a whole garden just full of witch pits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do end up killing the witch, but you gotta like, you gotta like stab it, burn the heart, or like feed it to a dog, and then you gotta make sure you bury them upside down. So when they start digging to get out, they dig down. Shut up. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Shut up. Because, <laughs> like, dead witches will come back and, like, they're trying to, like, feed on stuff to, like, get their power back and things like that. So, like, when they when they wake up and they're dead, they just start digging. So, you got to make sure they head down so they dig down. <laughs> <laughs> do they ever turn back around? I mean, some do. Like, uh, there's, like, a whole witch cavern. Like, they live at, like, the place like called Pendle in the book. And uh, there's a whole, like, forest where they just throw the dead witches. It's called Witchesdale. And, like, so all the dead witches come alive and just start hunting, like, rabbits or anyone who's, like, dumb enough to go there. And, like, they say some of them can, like, roam for, like, miles outside of Witchdale, like, the really powerful ones. It's wild. Seems like a crazy series. Oh, yeah, he ends up fighting, like, old gods and shit like that. It's crazy. Like, there's, like, some cultists that try to bring back, like, different old gods. And he's got to, like, face them and shit. <laughs> I guess I got to face the old gods today. Or, and, like, he's not even, like, a f- like he's just an apprentice during all of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, like, they literally fight the devil. Like, they cut the devil's head off and burn him in a pit with a bunch of spikes. But the devil, it doesn't kill the devil. It only, like, of course. It only, like, imprisons him there, basically. You can't kill the devil. <laughs> and they have to keep carrying his head around. So, like, he's getting chased by his followers trying to get the head to get it back to the body so he can be free again. They give it to a witch assassin and she, like, runs with it forever, just killing, like, all sorts of people that come after it. 
She's a badass, dude. What the fuck is this series called? Uh, The Spooks Apprentice. The sp- how many books? Uh, I don't know, like 10, 13 maybe. Holy shit, bro. Well, I mean, I've been reading them since I was a kid. Fucking 13 of them, goddamn! <laughs> Holy shit, bro! But yeah, Grimalkin, she's a badass, dude. She's just. They're like, still releasing more? They might be, but I'm not sure. Uh, like, literally, they describe her as, like, being covered head to toe in sheets with different knives, and, like, her main weapon is a pair of scissors that she uses. <laughs> Joseph Delaney? Yeah. That's not a bad price. 72 bucks for the whole thing. I mean, I have them all if you, if you want to read them. Like. Let me get caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're more like... It's definitely more of like... I don't want to say a kid's book, but it's definitely like young adult. Yeah, it's not a Game of Thrones book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it, they're still good. That, like yeah, them. that's what I mean. Like I, like, I just love fantasy, man. I just love escaping like real world shit. I love... I, I think I said this before on here is like I just love the fact that it's it's fake. It's fucking not real. It's not real at all, but like you read it, you go across these words and just like you said in your mind you're there. Yeah. Like And obviously if like I'm just saying that because if you've liked these books then obviously they're probably decent books to like <laughs> you know what I mean? The if I've made it through thirteen of them. Yeah. Well, I know, I'm just saying, like, if you like them in general, like, you're just, I know that you're, like, you read a lot just in general, so they, they must be good books. Like, they must be books that do take you to those fucking places and are descriptive like that, and it's just, it is fun. It's fucking, it's, I don't know. There's a lot of, I, there's, like, some statistic out there that says, like, something like, I think it's, like, 80% of people don't touch a book after you graduate in high school or something like that. Okay. Like, they don't. And it's even like it goes for like it's so like something percent of people don't read a book after high school. So many don't fucking even buy a book or like fucking even own a book or get a book. You know what I mean? Like that. It's it's fucking nuts. It's like same thing as like I like I read a lot because I like have to do stuff at work and stuff like that. Like I read a lot of reports and stuff like that. So it's like I'm not stupid. But I wish I read more actual books. I wish I had, like, a book count. <laughs> but also, I get really tired when I read. Oh, yeah. I can't read before bed. It just puts me right to sleep. Yeah. Sometimes, even during the day, too, I'm just like... Yeah. And that sucks because I just, like, I'm like, no. I want to keep reading. Yeah, it's like, but it makes me tired. It's like, no, I want to do more than two chapters, but... <laughs> I, can't even get, I can't even get a chapter in, bro. <laughs> I'm slow at reading. But I know I just need to read more to get faster at reading, obviously. I remember, like, in elementary school, we used to have, like, our teacher would do these, like, drills or whatever. Like, you'd pass out, like, this little slip of paper, and it had, like, a paragraph on it or whatever. And, like, you'd all, like, you'd flip it over all once you had to read through it. Like, flip, flip it over when you were done. <laughs> Me and Seth would always race each other to be the first one done. <laughs> And I always had a book with me in school, like my own book. It's weird. Like I'm slow at reading, but I'm good at English. Like I'm good at English, but I like I, I don't. That's the only way I can describe it. It's like I'm just I'm good at English. I know things about reading. I know words really well, obviously. Like I know word play and stuff like that. I just like to get through a book. I just I don't know. 
It's fine. I'm I'm shit with that. Huh? Like I mean, I can like write decently, but I like I wouldn't say I'm a good writer. Like it's just so why isn't it so <laughs> weird? Like the exact opposites. Yeah. Dude, my fucking you remember my ex? She was nuts. I believe. Dude, like she was one of them speed readers, bro. <laughs> I just remember we'd be sitting somewhere, and dude, just the, the frequency of how she flipped pages. I was just like, no. There's times where I literally, I'd be like, in my phone, she flipped a page. Flipped a page. I'm like, no. No fucking way did you fucking read what was on that page. I was, like, what? Yeah, I was like, what fucking happened? Tell me what happened right there. Like, and I fucking grabbed, dude, she would. She'd tell me what the fuck. And I'm like, what? How the fuck could you do? Like, literally made me feel like such a fucking idiot all the time. She could fucking read. <laughs> But she was like one of those. Her parents were like, re- or I think her mom was like reading to her, like in the crib, all when she was like growing up. She like had her reading books and stuff like that. Yeah, I really lucked out to my mom worked at Brodart, so we got like, we just got like cost on books, mm-hmm. like whatever, like whatever, like the cost of the Brodart to buy, we got her for. I just got into that thing where I didn't like books when I was a kid. I had to gradually like. Like, I got, I didn't like them for school, and then I got into, like, the Harry Potter books, and then it was like, oh, I only read things that I like, and that's when I, like, now, obviously, it's where I'm at now, where it's like, no, you should have just, you know, you should have kept reading shit, because you find stuff that you like by reading shit. <laughs> it was like, that was like the one thing I knew, where it was like, if I asked for it, I could get it, like, yeah. it was like, hey, can I get this book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's further in your education. <laughs> I gotta fucking. I got that much in the fucking fifth Harry Potter. Had to make my way through the series again. If it, it's fucking, it was good going through the series again as like an adult. <laughs> I haven't gone through this in like fifteen fucking years, guaranteed. <laughs> fucking it. It was kind of cool again, like, actually reading through it. I'm still not even done, but... Yeah, last time I actually read one was when the last, like, the Deathly Hollows came out. Yeah, yeah. Look how much fucking how old this book is. This is kind of cool about books, too, is, like, they're fucking... Like... I mean, even, like, right there, like, that's fucking ruined, almost. But it's, like, I... It still works. Yeah. If that was on a CD... If that was like that on a CD, you couldn't play that game. Man, I could still use this book. I moved my computer, uh, like, up onto my desk from the floor. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had books underneath it to, like, prop it up a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when I used to take, like, this book to middle school. <laughs> and it was, like, just kind of, like, fucked up. Man. You guys got to read books. We recommend reading books. Or just reading in general. Mike likes to read stuff online. You like those, like, reading, like, those little, like, yeah, blogs and uh, Royal Road, they have, like, a lot of, like, just, like, random people who want to write a story just put the story up there, and then if it blows up, it blows up kind of deal. Yeah. I have been reading uh, He Who Fights With Monsters and uh, Defiance of the Fall. Both pretty good ones. Mm. I don't even do those because (laughs) if we walked over to my room right now, you would see... A ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of books sitting on my fucking end table that I haven't made my way through. Well, like, 
I started out with them as audiobooks because, like, I found them on, like, Audible. Mm. And then, so, like, I got caught up to the Audible catalog and I was like, well, like, what do I do now? And then I would just go online and then just keep reading for where, like, the Audible books left off. <coughs> That's awesome. So many books. So little time. So many worlds to enter. Hmm. So many people to die. I'm really excited for you to get into the Wheel of Time books, though. They're really good. I did start it, don't get me wrong. I definitely started the first book, but it's like... Egwene just did her challenge thing. Womanhood, whatever it was. Can't remember exactly. She and I think I think they just got to, like, the town for, like, Mary Time. Mary Tyne, right? Is that what it's called? Uh... Is it Merry Time? Are you saying Happy Merry Time? I want to say it's Bell Time. Bell Time, yeah. That might be it. Yeah. This is a whole new world I gotta get into. I just like, like, everything with, like, the one power and stuff like that. Like, it's all just really, like, interesting. Like, especially, like, like there's the two sides of, like, the one power, where mm-hmm. it's, like, Sidar and Sidine, or, like, the male and female. And the male part's like tainted. I've seen things online. Say it's like I remember asking you once, I was like, How does Rand I was like, if he has it, what happens to him? And you're just like, eh, what does happen? But fucking <laughs> I saw that someone helps him break it. Yeah. Someone helps him break si- is it Sidine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone helps him break si- so he can control it then eventually. And it doesn't I mean, he can't like he can control it. It's just but it's like, like he, he gets the taint with it. Yeah, and that's what I mean, is like now he can control it without the well, taint. Yeah, eventually they end up cleansing it. It won't drive him crazy. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And like he like he basically like makes an army of other men who can channel like under him. Fucking led by the Aleo or the Aeol. The Aeolman. Yeah. <laughs> an Aeolman who says he is not an Aeolman. <laughs> Even more interesting. I love Loyal. I just hate how they made him look in this show. Oh, what do you do, man? <laughs> I mean, you can't have, like, a 13-foot-tall, like, giant walking around with everyone. Yeah. I get it. But, like... What do you do? His dream like... He's, like, big floppy ears that, like, show his, like, emotions. Like, when he's happy, they, like, perk up. When he's sad, they go down. <laughs> Same thing with, like, his eyebrows. He has, like, long, like, droopy eyebrows that, like, hang down. <laughs> I just love Loyal. And, like, he's just all about his books. He just loves his books. And, like, that's why he's following them. He's like, I'm gonna write the book on the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up. That's really... Yeah. That's awesome. And he gets into some shit. <laughs> I'm gonna write the book on the dragon. Wasn't he, like, stabbed in the season or something? Didn't he get hurt? I think so. I mean, he fights sometimes, like... I mean, the Ogier are strong. They don't like to fight, but, like, when they're roused to anger, they <laughs> fuck shit up. I was gonna say, 13 foot in the book, right? Yeah. 13. I mean, I don't remember exactly, but they're big. Like, they're they're a lot taller than humans. Like, humans come up to, like, waist level on them. Jesus. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, I'd yeah. say 13 foot is probably <laughs> a good estimate. whole new world whole new shit i got so many things to finish so many things to get into oh man you gotta fucking you gotta read the uh the first law trilogy that the third like logan nine fingers yeah and that one's even cool because that one's just like it's not it's, it's not like those type of series it's like that like don't and he writes like 
the author writes books that are kind of like in the same universe and stuff like that but it's not like those ones it's not like everything's so in depth it's like three books and it's like pretty well I mean it was it was an easy read when but I it's was... like very it's like real brutal world type shit the one dude like Sandan Glockta he's like he was he was cat he was a prisoner of war and he was tortured for two years and then he was like let go and then that's what he does to people now yeah so it's like he's like really good at it yeah <laughs> they like broke every bone in his body he's like he just lives his whole life in pain like he just he can barely like he has a cane that he walks and he can barely like get up he needs people to like he needs he needs like little cronies and stuff like that to help him do little things every day but he's like this like he's like a Tyrion figure he's like super smart he used to be like a, a really uh, a really like well off soldier in the army and stuff like that, like real promising future. And then he became the prisoner of war. Now he's just like a decrepit old like broken shell of a man, but he's like super smart and powerful in the fucking in the government. I think that uh, came up when I was like looking for stuff to like get into after like the Wheel of Time when I finished yeah. those. I, like it was like on one like the list I was looking at. Yeah, you fucking should. But you haven't finished the Wheel of Time. No, no, like, when, after I finished the wheel, oh, I was, like, oh, looking oh, for stuff. Okay. Something to fill the void. Yeah, they're pretty, they're, they're cool little ones. They're just, like, it was, uh, I was working with a dude, and he liked them. So I fucking, I read the first, I read them when he got them, and then I bought them myself to read the third one. And, uh, just fun little books. There's, like, magic and fighting and war and shit like that. And also, like, Logan Nine, the Bloody Nine is such a cool... I don't care, like, the Bloody Nine is such a cool character. He just goes... It's basically, like... It's, like, this... It's The only thing I think of is, like, it's, like, Wolverine or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, Logan Nine finger. He's, like, this cool, calm, collected dude who's just, like, you should probably just stay away from me. And then it's just, like, you fuck with him and the bloody nine comes out man you just can't do anything like you just can't fuck you can't do shit to the bloody nine you can cut him up you can it's like almost like kimpachi too <laughs> like you could try yeah sure you could try i don't even think you could cut me yeah but he'll fucking <laughs> he'll literally just let you like stab him right through the fucking chest and he'll probably still kill you <laughs> It's like he has, they, and that's the kind of like the thing about it is like it's one of those books where it's like it doesn't have to describe every plot point or it doesn't have to describe every prophecy. It's like you don't even really understand what Logan is. Yeah, he never describes it. It's just he's just known as the Bloody Nine, and like even he doesn't like. It's just he has. So like even like I've tried to like look it up online, and it's like they just it's just some sort of dual personality, but he has some magic behind it too because he can obviously he literally gets fucked. <laughs> like he always gets fucked up in those fights when he turns into the bloody nine but it's like he just fucking then he comes back as Logan and he's just like <laughs> yeah he's all cut up and fucked up and shit he's like almost he's like half bleeding dead everywhere yeah he's half dead from being the bloody nine but it's like when he goes to the bloody nine he doesn't know anybody he kill like he kills his own fucking like he kills one of his own like men if like or if you like he doesn't have like men he's usually like alone or something like that but sometimes he like meets up with certain sides and it's like but still like when he turns the bloody nine <laughs> nobody get near this motherfucker because yeah, ain't nobody living just get the fuck out of there yeah such a cool little character because he's yeah like i said other than that he's like real calm he's like always trying to fight his demons type thing he's always trying to stay logan's always trying to stay calm but it's just like you can't 
that magic part of him always fucking comes out. You can't stop it. Mm-hmm. And there's the dog man. <laughs> so it's funny. Yeah, there's the dog man in fucking uh, in that series too. He's one of Logan's friends. He beat them all. You mean a type three Sasquatch? <laughs> yeah, it's type three Sasquatch and the dog man. <laughs> It was like Men of the North or something like that, and Logan, Logan beat them all, and that was like then they were like this dude called Bethed. They were like his men. Like Logan was like his like fucking like little lap dog who was like doing stuff for him. The Bloody Nine, and these were all like the most powerful men in the North, and he fucking Logan fought them all in like duels to the death, beat every single one of them, and then he fucking raised them up and. Now they follow him, and he's like their leader type. Come shit. on, boys! Yeah. And then when they got separated from Logan, that's when like the Dog Man started taking over. The Dog Man was their like fucking, basically their leader. But they're like the same thing. They're like a bunch of fucking Northmen, basically that are just like, they're like, they're like the tac- tactitional like. It basically, I would say like that group in the series is basically like the Aragon, Gimli, and Legolas, like the fucking heroes who are like fucking of the north who are like going out to fight and fucking it's it's they meet up with a couple armies and fight some battles with people and sweet it's a good series you should read it and like i said there's other books inside of that universe it's not directly like with the that trilogy but there's like like logan's in a couple of different books but it's like different characters different shit's going on I was reading this one book. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was called. The second one's called The Hero's Lot, but I don't remember what the first one was called. But uh, basically, like, this dude was just, like, a drunk living in, like, some random, like, some outskirt, like, village. And basically, he gets, like, attacked one day by an assassin and, like, drives him to, like, the church where he finds out that, like... So basically, like, the church in this, like, universe, they can, like, carve a ball with a specific question in mind. So, like... Is it going to rain tomorrow? They call it a yes one and a no one. They put it into a bag, and they draw lots. And it's, like, out of the bag, and, like, the god, like, leads them to pick the right one every time. (laughs) So, like, but they can only ask yes or no questions. That's, like, the thing. Except for the main character. His, like, special ability or whatever is, like, he can, like, divine any question, basically. So, like, he can make, like, he can make... As long as he makes, like, all the answers possible, he can, like, get the right answer mm. out of it. And so, like, they're, like, hunting him. Like, the church is basically hunting him down because they want to use him. And he's like, I just, God damn it, I hate these people. I just want to go get drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, I hate these people. I just want to leave me alone. <laughs> That's hilarious. I so just, many books. I thought it was really interesting because I'd never heard of, like, magic like that before. Like, yeah. I love it when you get an original concept. Like, you read all these books with the same type of magic type of concepts in them. Like, they're cool in their own right. Like, when they have their own characters and stuff. And and worlds and plot lines and stuff, it's cool. But it's, like, it's cool when you get an original idea like that. Actually, I think my favorite magic system is probably from, like, Aragorn. Where it's just, like, the ancient language. It's, like, it's the true language. So, like, like, you can't lie in that language. And, hmm. like, whatever you say, like, basically happens. Like, if you say, fu- like, you say, like, the, the spell for fire is just the word fire. You just say fire, and fire happens. And, like, you kind of, like, control, like, with your meaning of it. Hmm. 
And so, like, you, that's why you also can't lie in that language. But, like, also, like, if you... And you can't, like, do things that, like, you physically wouldn't be able to do, kind of. So, like, because like, like, it draws on, like, your life force, almost. Hmm. So, like, you couldn't lift up a mountain with it. You, it would kill you before... Well, I mean, it would lift up the mountain, but it would kill you in the process, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, drain you completely. But, like, that's why, like, the dragon riders were so important. Because they were, like, linked with their dragons. And they could use, like, the dragon strength to, like, cast their spells and shit. Ah, okay. So they have a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little extra fuel in the tank. But no, it's just... I thought it was interesting because it's, like, the language. And, like, the whole time, like, the evil king Galvatorix is, like, trying to find out, like, the name of the language. So that he would have, like, control over the, all the magic and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He, like, makes soldiers that, like, can't feel pain and stuff. and like Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, pretty much. No, the guy, I'm pretty sure the guy who plays him in the movie, Aragorn, is the guy who plays Rumpelstiltskin in Once Upon a Time. No, it's, uh, it's not, that's not Galvatorix, that's, uh, the Shade, uh, Durs, I think his name is. Okay, okay. It's like, it's, uh. I might have got it mixed up. I don't think you actually see Galvatorix in the Aragorn movie. Oh, really? I don't think so. Oh, that's lame. I think it's just that Shade. Okay. Which is just like one of his cronies. Of course. Of course. I've never gotten to that one. Everyone I mean, I've seen the movie, good. but it's, I, it's really I good. didn't read it. There's only four of them, so it's not too bad. Yeah, that was not too bad. That's why I got the His Dark Material, I thought, because there was only three. And then, like I said earlier, when I got into the introduction, I was like, oh, okay. So it's one of those ones where it's it's kind of cool that he just like wrote it like to be straight through. And like for Eric Gordon, like... The first, the first book is kind of like the movie, like it's pretty similar. Mm-hmm. But like the second one, he goes to like where the elves live in the forest, because like they basically all retreated to the forest because Galway Corks was like conquering everything, <coughs> and like no one really knows how he was doing it. And so mm-hmm. like all the elves retreat to the forest, and they manage to keep one dragon rider left, so they can like train the next generation, like mm-hmm. train him, and like basically learns from them. And then he joins uh, the Varden, which are basically, like, the rebellion against Galvatorix, and then they fight their way through, like, the whole kingdom up to, like, the gates and everything. It's pretty cool. Damn. Yeah, like, the, like, the war scenes are pretty, like, interesting. Mm. Like, there's a lot of, like, group tactics and stuff like that, and then also with, like, the magic being thrown in and stuff. Mm. It's really cool. Have you read the Narnia books? Mm. Some of them, not all of them. Yeah. Okay. I read, like, The Magician is Next Door or whatever. Was that one of them? It's like the first one, I think. The Magician's Next Door is the first or, or one. Like, because Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe is like the second one in the yeah, yeah. And then Prince Caspian is like later on than that. I just I don't know. I was reading like the Magician. I don't I, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but some magician yeah. something like Neighbor or Next Door, or yeah. something like that. It was just weird. Weird. Yeah. Those are different ones. I just couldn't like follow it really. Mm. Like, I kept getting confused and like what was happening. So, fair enough. I mean, it has probably been like fifteen years since I tried to read it. But yeah, I was thinking about getting that series too, just to try to go back. Like I know again, it's probably like a young adult or like a kid's kind of like book series. But again, just wanted to go back and like trying to hit it. I just didn't know if you went through it before. All I remember from that book is like some kid like would always crawl across like because they lived in like townhouses or whatever you'd like crawl across like the attics to look at all the different houses and like the random shit that was going on in them <laughs> the weird kid Ugh. cracking all over <coughs> cracking all over 
Ooh, only an hour. Only an hour until it comes out. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna make it, but it's but it's been another fantastical episode of Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker. We'll see you next week, kids.